Welcome back to the third season of Convos with Your Mom's Favorite. I am your host, your mom's favorite. And back again for a second episode, I have my good friend, Nicole, from She's Tuned In. Nicole, how are you? I am good. I'm so happy to be back. Yes, definitely glad to have you back. Uh, have you been since the last time we've talked? Um, since the last time, I've been good. I feel like a lot has been moving, which she's tuned in. Um, I had actually started a um, IG Live series for a show called Ready to Love on the own network. So it was kind of like a pivot from just doing illustrations. I was able to now get in front of the camera. Um, and after every episode, every Friday night, I was doing like a talk back um, just with like loyal fans, my friends, whoever, just talk about like what's happening. So that was cool to do that on a reality show. Okay. I, I, I remember seeing those when you were doing them, um, yeah. from week to week, I tried to like log in, but it was always while I'm at work. So I couldn't uh, really like, tune yeah, in. it was like set for a Friday night at like 10 30. So that's the only thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I do it again, I'll probably try to do like a weekday show. Maybe I'll try a scripted series and not just reality, but it was cool. It was a cool first try. It was definitely a hard commitment every Friday. Night. This is what I'm going to do every Friday night, but it was like kind of like a challenge. And then it was very like, it felt good after I finished an entire season. Gotcha. I, I, I definitely know what you mean uh, with the commitment aspect, because keeping to a strict release schedule is mm -hmm. definitely it sounds good on paper. <laughs> mm -hmm. But when it actually comes to just, you know, making sure that you have one, the time to do it and mm -hmm. just making sure that it gets out on the day that it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. I, I understand because life happens. And it seriously does. And I saw you started doing video too. Yes, I did. Yeah. Um, well, I realized that um, more of that, the way social media is moving, especially with Instagram, you kind mm -hmm. of get more views now with videos and not um, just like the pictures you post. Mm -hmm. So I was getting more of a response and a reaction from people and like more people were like viewing the page and coming and looking at the page when i started doing like the reviews on movies and the reviews on shows so then mm -hmm. i'm trying to do that more yeah so, i definitely see that reels and videos are huge on instagram and right now, i feel yeah. like that brings a lot of engagement so yeah. i'm definitely with you on that one so i was you know just trying to keep up to you know build the brand and make it bigger and better um, even that part though is like difficult mm -hmm. to do because like you want to when you do like for me when I did like a movie review you kind of want to do it shortly after the movie comes out while it's still got while people are still talking about it mm -hmm. so that leaves you like a short window of time to get your thoughts and everything for a movie to come out and for me most times I don't get like concrete thoughts on a movie unless I watch it twice yeah so trying to do it after like my first take i kind of found myself just like writing notes in my phone like oh, okay that was cool i need to remember that for later because nobody remembers everything from a movie like the first time exactly so you know it made and especially on streaming services the window is very short <laughs> it's like very it short on friday and everyone watched it by sunday so it's like, exactly okay. <laughs> yeah, and then that was 
that was also kind of a thing too to where like you got to release it first while everyone's still talking about it and trying to figure out how to give my review on it without spoiling the movie mm-hmm. yeah that was difficult that was that was extremely difficult that yeah that was a challenge too that's why i was like on my talk back i was like okay <laughs> if you've watched the show please join because it was kind of hard too if people hadn't watched it if they're out on friday nights and they're like i usually watch it on sunday or like monday or you know whenever i'm like trying not to do spoilers so a key thing i started to do was just pull out topics so i'm like okay they talked about these five being topics this episode so i'll just talk about that and see where it goes versus like saying all the spoilers right because again, spoilers are the devil's nectar, and I don't appreciate them at all. Yeah. <laughs> so. So yeah. We're gonna uh, jump right in because okay. the summer is ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, those of us who despise the heat, we're very proud. We're very happy about this moment because uh, our time is coming, and the weather is gonna start getting cool soon. But that also means that now, since people are like not going out as much because the majority of people like the heat, they'll be inside. And the main, the big shows that you don't really watch during the summertime because people are like vacationing and stuff, those are starting Mm -hmm. to come back. Mm -hmm. And being that we are both have, we both do television content. I figured you were the perfect one to sit down and discuss about the upcoming fall shows and um, things that we're both looking forward to and shows that we're both looking forward to that are coming back this fall. Yeah. Can I just say I love fall shows? Like, I love when they all come back in September. I'm like, give me all the shows, every single one of them all at once. I want to binge. Well, not even binge. I want to watch a show every single night. No, I'm definitely here for it. Um, it's been a rough summer mm-hmm. when it comes to shows and just like things to watch for me. I don't know about you, but I have been having the hardest time finding like just steady things to watch this summer. Yeah, this summer's really all been about reality, to be honest. Like if it's not Love Island or The Bachelor or The Bachelor in Paradise or whatever. No, it's The Bachelorette. The Bachelor in Paradise is on now. Um then there hasn't really been much content right like and i've even like i've gone through like the entire streaming list because at this point i think the only streaming service i don't have is like national geographic uh, <laughs> i've slowly do you need that one do you need that one I mean, not really. I kind of, um, like, I'd watch Shark Week on National Geographic, so I, I could use it, like, one week out the year. But mm-hmm. I don't really watch it too much. But I've slowly but surely added just everything. Disney+, Plus, Hulu, Paramount+, Plus, uh, Peacock, mm-hmm. all of the shows. I had shows. to get... Um paramount plus (laughs) so i could watch like the love island and big brother um like extra scenes or whatever yeah i had to keep in yeah but um back to the shows Mm -hmm. what are some of the shows that we're looking forward i know i'm personally waiting for all american Mm -hmm. um though i'm not waiting for i'm waiting for all american to come back but i don't actually watch that show as it's on Oh, so you don't watch it on CW. You watch no. it when it comes on Netflix. When it hits Netflix. 
Gotcha. Because I like. Yeah, I watch to, it live. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should start doing that. Because then I always get upset because I go and I binge it, and then I'm finished in like three days, and then I'm like, okay, so what do I do now? Mm-hmm. What about the All American spinoff? Are you excited for that one? I am, but right, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the spinoff because it's more of the show. Mm-hmm. And I definitely like All American the show. Excuse mm-hmm. me, one second. Yeah, I do like All American the show, and so I am excited for the spinoff. I just wish that it was another character to spin off. Oh, you don't like Simone's character? No, I getting don't. The I, I don't. I don't at all because I think she's playing Jordan and um. <laughs> I don't really need to see more. Like, I don't, I don't need, like, I'm happy she's going to be gone from, like, the main series. Mm-hmm. And she's getting her own show. But I don't really like her. That's because I don't like her on the main show. Ah, uh, See, on the main show, she doesn't have much of a, like, not much of a purpose. It's like Layla and, um, what's her name? Layla and Jordan's sister. They're the best friends already, like. Jordan, he, like, I don't know. I feel like she kind of just plays like a sub character, but it's not really needed, like, whether they stay together or not. But I feel like in the spinoff, it'll be cool because now she gets to introduce all these other characters. And one, like, the actress, Jeffrey Myers, she's like exploding. Like, she was in Snowfall, she's in this, she's like in a couple of different things, showing up as like completely different characters. So I feel like she's evolving. Yeah. And so it's cool to see her now get her own show on this All American Homecoming and see where she takes it. No, I I definitely see that. And maybe if they go ahead and give her, um, like, if they dive in to her a little bit more, give her a little bit more depth, then I will grow to like her. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think, you know, she's been, especially with, like, this last season and how she's kind of like, you know, you can tell she's kind of, like, pulling away from Jordan and not mm-hmm. really, like, all in as she was before and i get it you know it's high school at the end of the day so you know that's definitely what should be happening there Mm -hmm. but yeah i'm not a fan of her character so but i'm interested to see how much of the original characters will actually show up in homecoming like was that little spinoff like preview episode was that just it or are they actually going to keep popping up into the season that'd be interesting yeah i hope they don't oversaturate it though Mm -hmm. with the characters from i hope they don't need the characters from the original show to make the show great Mm -hmm. because that's always annoying because it's like if that's the case i'll just watch all american the original show yeah (laughs) you won't need to watch like i don't need to watch a (laughs) spinoff if every episode someone else is coming to visit her on campus and someone else is in the show no take your time and world build and that will definitely make sure that you have two successful shows now mm-hmm. and that you'll have double you'll have viewership for a longer period because if you do like if you do one year or even do it like in the fall you have mm-hmm. all american homecoming and then in like the spring you have all American, American. now you have people Mm -hmm. watching your show all year, pretty much. Exactly. With just like the summer break, and that's really what you want. Exactly. 
like expand the life of it. But I kind of have a feeling all American itself is gonna come into an end because it's like they're about to graduate high school. Like, what else really is there unless all American goes into college too and they're at a different college? But I feel like this is their way of kind of like, okay, now, um, what you call it? Now Simone's in college. Like, let's follow her journey through college, and the rest of the characters kind of die off. Yeah, that's true too. Because then again, one, it's it's based off true events. So like mm-hmm. you kinda once you get all American, you don't really I think that is just a high school thing for football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So once you graduate, it's kinda like all right. What else? What else are you gonna <laughs> do? Like and we don't know if it's this might have been like an actual interesting uh thing that happened in high school for them mm-hmm. and like the actual story, but then the rest of dude's life could have just yeah. been real boring and then now and how now do you still up. yeah now you're just making stuff up exactly and that's not really interesting either but mm-hmm. um i do appreciate this show i like the show mm-hmm. like from the beginning um i wish coop would make different faces <laughs> she's starting to have those um carrie washington yeah <laughs> yeah they're definitely right in the same lane her and carrie washington Mm -hmm. with her faces because i'm like bro just stop being sad all the time like exactly but coop kind of brings it onto herself always so she does and i'm glad they actually explored that this last season Mm -hmm. with um how much she actually how much she tries to just solve problems and it's like coop if you just focus on yourself Mm-hmm. Everybody else around you would be okay. Everybody would like. be okay. You wouldn't have as many problems as you're having. Mm-hmm. Like you'd be good to go. Exactly. You could just focus on your career and your girlfriend and just be fine. And that's it. Nothing else, nothing more, nothing less. That nothing more, it. nothing less. But I guess then it would kind of make for a boring show too if you didn't have that one character who just kind mm-hmm. of stirs up trouble so then it brings the drama to the show yeah it's like she never knows when to stop and everyone else has to get involved so like right that helps kind of like live live is always doing something like yeah she helps her the pot so you know those characters help and spencer too if we're being honest Mm -hmm. um because they like i said i like the fact that they explored that and the fact that they uh they pointed out the fact that bro you don't have to save everybody Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to save everybody. You don't have to try to save the world. You don't have to put your feelings on the back burner all the time to help someone else feel better about themselves. Like sometimes it's okay to just take back, like take a step back and be like, nah, I can't help you right now. Exactly. Through this. And once he cut Coop out, he realized, okay, now I can get this much further. But then he realized, okay, I'm also still missing a huge piece right. of me and who I am. So it's like him finding a balance. Yeah. And that's what this yeah. show is. It's all about balance. Mm-hmm. As far as like just on the football field and off the football field. And then like the balance because you had Liv who was trying to like be better. But then she has like her own past that she's dealing with. And I think that's what makes the show great. Mm-hmm. Is the balance um, that you try to find. And the the way you kind of can mirror it to your life 
I definitely yep. find myself find myself liking shows like that where you kind of can say, oh, okay, I can take this aspect of this show and that was a cool thought and then be like, just apply it to my actual life. Mm-hmm. That's a, I think that's a cool thing. But uh, speaking of world building, yeah. um, our, our good old boy 50. <laughs> building worlds. Is what out you here say? You say? building <laughs> worlds. He's building universes, power universe. The power <laughs> universe. And I'm a fan so yep. far. Um, not so much uh, Power Book 2, mm-hmm. because I think for the, all of the people I can't stand are in Book 2. Oh. Like all the people I couldn't stand from Power, the actual, like the first show. Are in book what, two. Tariq and Tasha. Tariq, Tasha, <laughs> Proctor's in book two. I couldn't stand um, him either. All of those other like people used to help Tommy. Um, I forget their names. Who was the guy that came and helped um, Tariq whenever he's at the pool and they killed the guy? I know who you're talking about, but I can't think. Of yeah, he was like in jail, came out, trying to help him. I don't know. Yeah, he was funny though. Him and the other one that like snitched. Yeah, that them them yeah. two I definitely liked. Them yeah. two I definitely liked. But um, power is now mm-hmm. it's growing, it's growing mm-hmm. so much. Um, power was a good show, in itself. It had its moments where I was like, nah, this is kind of you know, fifty. Right. You're kind of doing too much. Mm-hmm. Um, like when. When Ghost was sleeping with like Ghost, I mean Ghost Angie. Mm. <laughs> I never, I've never been a fan of that in shows. Like, I can understand yeah. like you missing someone, but I don't need to see them having sex with the ghost. Like, no. Yeah. No. But the show overall, it was a very good show, and clearly it did so good that we're getting four spinoff shows. Right. And we've got a uh, book two, a uh, Ghost. Mm-hmm which was about Tariq. And that show, I liked it because of the other characters introduced. Like, I was a big fan of Mary's character and Method Man's character. Yep. Big, and big And what's his name those. from um, New Edition? Yes. Um, uh, pull it up right now. Woody McLean, is that him? Yes. Yeah. I look for his character name. Kane. Kane. Yeah. Yes. I'm a huge fan of him. Huge fan. Um, and just that's what made me like the show. Not so much Tariq because he was still making the young, dumb Tariq mistakes that he was making in power. But I feel like he kind of grew into his own though. I mean, he made some dumb mistakes, but he also you could see a direct reflection of Ghost, like making power moves or like trying to think ahead or be the one to get like him and his friend Braden like out of situations like. I feel like Tariq really grew entire book too, which made me like it. Just seeing that he wasn't just like the dumb kid from the original power. Like you're starting to see him grow into like his own businessman or whatever. Even though he could just literally go to school and call it a day. But he could. But uh, you know, he's he got show. a taste of the life. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now he's gotta go into it. And he's had to do because, you know, Tasha he had to help his moms. Mm-hmm. Definitely respect it. 
Um, but yeah, I kind of feel like she didn't really have much to do this season. Tasha. Tasha. Yeah. I definitely feel she like. Didn't. And those little calls from jail. It's like, mm, did we really need those? Not really. Right. But. <laughs> but I guess you know you kind of can't cut her out right away. Because yeah. again, Tariq doesn't still, you know, he still doesn't know much. So you kind of have to leave her there to kind of help guide him mm-hmm. and help him grow and be better at that too. So, and there's like a huge mom and son theme throughout like power in general. Cause I feel like even the Tommy spinoff is going to have a huge, like his mom's probably going to play a huge part. Um, and we're seeing that now with this power book. Well, not book three, but reason Canaan. Yeah. Um, like the mom and son duo for that one, fine. It's, it's great. Like, it's fantastic. Them. And love them. I love Raising Kane and like the whole show mm-hmm. is just great. The only thing I have an issue with is 50 Cent narrating at the beginning and the end of every episode. <laughs> you think you should just let it go? You should just let it go. Thing. Just let the episode do its thing. If he said, if I can't pop up in these, like I pop up in everything else, then I'm damn sure he's going to one, the theme song and the narration. Right. And I think, you know, I can understand it. If it's yours, mm-hmm. you kind of, you know, want to be a part. But I think for I think it would have been OK to sit this one out and just do the intro mm-hmm. song. Or just executive produce. Just do just that. Right. Like, we know this is your life story and everything. Like, just do just that and let the show kind of rock. But he always kind of inserts himself. He even did that thing, like, on Instagram where he was trying to, like, pin rock against um, Notori Naughton and, like, Tasha or whatever. Right. And she was like, yeah, I don't need to be compared. Like, we could all just be great. And he kind of, like, tried to silence her, too. Like, say something like, you didn't have to say nothing. But it's like, sir, just let all your shows be great individually. Just, right. Like, don't do too much. I even would have accepted if he opened the season with narration. And mm-hmm. then when we got the season finale, he closes it with narration. Mm-hmm. That would have been fine. That would have been enough. That would have been <laughs> That's enough. All <laughs> That's all I need. But this continual beginning of the episode and then the end of the episode I don't need it. I got excited like episode, I think it's episode three mm-hmm. because the episode started and he hadn't <laughs> said anything. And I was like, great, maybe he's done. But then, nope, he started talking maybe and I was done. like, okay, it's going to be just like every other episode. Cool. But every luckily, other. they're good. Yeah. And the cast, fire. Like, he picked. He like, he hasn't picked a bad like, cast yet. New school, yeah. Like this cast, I'm like, wow. Like you bring back like the right people. Well, not even bringing back, but you brought together the right people. The right people. Like, he definitely knows because it's a it's a great mix of new talent mm-hmm. and bringing back some uh, legendary talent that we mm-hmm. haven't seen in a long time. Amar Epps, right? Um, Homegirl from Nine and Two One Zero, like. Like that bring, was my show. So as soon as I saw her, I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so bringing um, back, you know, just the encompassing everyone together. Definitely, he has the right formula when it comes to cast and people who play well off of each other, mm-hmm. and even just choosing good character models because he looks like the guy who plays Kane and looks like a young Fifty Cent. Mm-hmm. And yeah, even the girl exactly. looks like a very young jukebox. And I'm like, okay, you, the casting department is doing a phenomenal job with power. Exactly. 
even like their like voice inflection, like how like they're talking, like how they should talk. It just sounds yeah. great. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, it's, it's very authentic. You can tell that some time and maybe even money was spent into doing proper research mm-hmm. to make sure that he portrays the time well. And I, I can't fault fifty for that. I think everybody should make sure, like, if especially if you're doing like a time period piece, you should definitely want to make sure that right. you get it right, so that yeah. it doesn't detract from the rest of your show. Exactly, because that can definitely be a hindrance. Because you know, for me, quick sidebar: I watched Great Gatsby, great mm. movie, but the Jay-Z Kanye tracks kind of just took me out of the timepiece from the movie. When that came when, Like every time they dropped, they kind of just like, no, this isn't what they listened to. <laughs> like there was, there was no one rapping at this time. Never. <laughs> so like, nah, but, um, and then we have Tommy coming up. I've been seeing on Instagram. They're shooting that currently mm-hmm. or they might be close to finishing and i can't mm-hmm. wait i feel because... like that one might come right after raising cane and raps yep which i've been keeping a close eye on because i've been doing a um ig live thing too but i okay so this one i purposely didn't do every episode because i kind of wanted to see it's a new series like i didn't know what it would be about one if i'd like it at all first right. so um i've actually did just the first episode, I went live after that one um, with my cousin, Ty Banks Live. And so we were planning to do like a mid-season one and then end of season okay. just to kind of talk about like, you know, get people on, talk, um, discuss what they thought of it. And what I learned about this like Raising Canaan is a lot of people are loyal to just like the new cast members. Um, like the star, his mom has like her own thing and she's doing it big like for him. Like the writers, they're like, heavily promoting me as a director so that was something cool just to like learn about this new show um how much support they have on the back end and like behind the scenes as opposed to like power book two which i feel like didn't have as much or like just the original power i mean everyone is obviously like hip to the original power but it was just cool to see this new brand new series have so much support no that's definitely good to have like the right not just the cast trying to like push the show but like have everyone who's involved try to like Mm-hmm. push the show because that also helps your show do well if more people watch it mm-hmm. and then whether they feel good better otherwise a view is a view mm-hmm. so the more of those you get the better like the longer lasting your show will be on television so it's definitely exactly. good to have the support of like the backing cast and like the writers and stuff yeah but, so it'll be interesting to see what tommy's season or series is like and if it has the same kind of effect I hope so, because Tommy was my favorite part of Power, just yeah. in general. It was just, Tommy was my favorite. His wild decisions, his, like, going off the edge. Everything, the just all the time. And, the, like, the scenes with his mom mm-hmm. are some of my favorite scenes. That sounds like she has to come back. There's no way she does not come back. There's his, um... absolutely no way. Yeah. Absolutely no way, because she's just... They were just too. They were too good together on screen to just be like, "Nah, we're gonna let him do his own thing." Mm-hmm. Especially when his dad came back in the original Power. Yes. Like, oh wow. I'm you like, could yeah. see that like connection between him and his mom come through so much more. Yeah, 
I definitely can't wait for that. And I guess uh, not so much interested, but the Councilman Tate's season is probably going to be after Tommy's. And I haven't saw much of that one. What What are you thinking? I don't know. Because I don't yeah. feel like, yes, he was a crucial part towards the end of power. But I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think it was enough to warrant like his own spinoff spin-off. show. Yeah. So, you know. We didn't really learn much about him in the original power to even right. care. <laughs> to even, right, to even care. Like, so I'm like, okay, I guess, you know. That one's kind of like a mystery, which is why I guess it's going to go last Mm -hmm. so that, you know, you're invested so much. And it might even play into it might become a thing where, like, if you don't watch this one, then like a moment when once book two comes back, then we're going to be like, what are they talking about? Mm -hmm. And it was like, you should have watched Councilman Tate. That's true. But it's also like we need book two next. <laughs> like Yes. I need to kind of see what happens next on that before I forget before we bring in all these other ones. Right. Because I, I'm gonna lose interest in book two. I definitely think he needs to like let book two live as, you know, the every other like give me book two, then mm-hmm. Raising Canaan, book two, then Tommy, book two, mm-hmm. then Councilman Tate. Exactly, because book two keeps the storyline going. Right. <laughs> it's like if we lose interest in that, then how do we know? Then how do we know? And because yeah. at the end of the day, Raising Canaan doesn't have a long shelf life. Mm-hmm. Because Cause eventually he has to get older. Right, he's got to get older. And we know what happens once he gets older. Yeah. Like we saw that. We could just go back and watch Power if we care about that. Exactly. So we definitely don't need, you know, too much of that. Yeah. And if like maybe finish out what he I don't even know if he just started high school, if he's freshman year or not, but he only got four years after that or three right. years after that. Or three seasons really. And that's really it. So and as much as I do like Tommy, mm-hmm. he did like it did become I can't do there's such thing as too much Tommy. Mm-hmm. It gets repetitive. Somebody yeah. fucks up a bunch of times, it's like, okay, Tommy. <laughs> like what? Like bro, even Ghost was like Tommy got to go. <laughs> right, is messing it up because go. he keeps messing up, and it's like the same. It's the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you know. Book two is kind of like the only thing that has the, I think at the moment has, the potential to go the distance. Mm-hmm. Whereas unless some like major change happens, the other shows don't really you know. They don't really have what it takes. Exactly. I agree. But I mean, hey, I'm happy for this power universe. I hope. (laughs) I'd like to see more of it. It'd be interesting because, I mean, everybody kind of doubted this reason, Katie, and I'm really happy, like, of how it's turned out so far. So I feel like if they have those ideas, I feel like they can probably bring it to fruition. It'll be good. Yeah, I definitely think. Um, And, you know, 50 Cent's always been, uh, he's always chased the bag. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't really, besides like you know, there's been like a couple misses, but for the most part, he's he's been spot on. Like he's found his lane, and he found he's found his spot. And so I think I think he'll be fine. I agree. I definitely think he'll be fine. 
Yeah. Other shows this fall. Other I mean, shows. Shonda. Shonda comes back with the heat every fall. Every fall. With her back-to-back shows. Every fall. And every I, fall. I get... Uh, it's about to be a time uh, with me and, you know, where... Because I don't really... I know Shonda. I know her shows. Mm-hmm. But... I don't personally watch them. They do skew female. I'm not going to lie. It's very, very like heavy drama, heavy romance, heavy like sex or whatever. Like it's very that. But I feel like how to get away with murder. A lot of them did tune into that one because it was very like, you know, murder. (laughs) Definitely. It kind of, it brought more of like the male perspective and everything. But Grey's is a forever favorite for me. Um, I would never stop watching Grey's Anatomy. Like, I hope it goes on forever. And I know, like, Ellen Pompeo was trying to, like, she was kind of done with it and moving on to, like, mom life and everything. But then I feel like they convinced her, probably with a huge check, um, to keep it going. And it's, like, what, 17, 17 18 seasons? It's going. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's definitely going places. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. It doesn't seem like they're trying to stop Grey's Anatomy anytime soon. Yeah. And like they will take out the main characters and bring in a new one, and it'll literally keep going just exactly, just as good. Like you won't even miss them. And that's that's kind of when you know you have something with the show when you're able to just be like, okay, we're gonna take this piece but put this piece in its place, and it still mm-hmm. it runs smooth. There's no like icky transition phase. It's just like mm-hmm. it picks up right where the other part right left, off. left off right where it yeah, left off it's like at one point she killed off like most of the male characters Either she killed them or they like left the show for whatever reason she was able to creatively come up with it was all like female cast pretty much and it's like you could barely if you were watching you barely noticed that most of the male leads were gone and i'm like how do you do that when the show is very heavily based on like romance and stuff and you barely notice that they were gone because that's how good the show is yeah that's that's when you know you have a good show. I I uh, I tried. I attempted to watch. Mm-hmm. I did attempt to watch, but then I realized I was just too far gone. Yeah, it's one of those shows you have to binge. You need like a whole summer and probably the whole year. <laughs> yeah, because I was when I attempted to watch. I think they were on like sixteen, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, there's no way I'm gonna catch up on sixteen seasons of a show mm-hmm. before seventeen comes on the air. No way. So I'm just you like, have to like really like work from home and literally yes. just sit in front of the like the TV computer whatever. And I, I personally I can't do that anymore. Yeah. Like I get like you get like if I'm binging a show, it's mm-hmm. it's definitely cut down to where like it's three four episodes at the most and then moving on to something else. Because mm-hmm. you so, need something else to kind yeah. of filter. But I mean, she even got that spinoff Station 19 and she was able to make that work. That's on its like, it's definitely past season three. I'm not sure what season it's on, but it's taken off um, and it high, like heavily influences and heavily introduces characters from Grey's throughout. Okay. Like some of the firefighters would be dating some of the doctors or whatever. And it is great. <laughs> like, oh, see, that's good because then you could, that creates like, it's the opposite of like, a spin-off show where like you heavily use the original characters and mm-hmm. it's it's the right way to do it mm-hmm. kind of I'm like hearing. the um chicago wednesday situation where it's like chicago pd chicago med chicago all that i feel like that's where shonda and them are going 
I feel like all they need is like a lawyer show or whatever other profession. Right. And then they'll have medicine, firefighters, and one other. All in one one night. Which how to get away with murder was kinda heading there, but she kinda makes scandal on how to get away with murder versus Grace. Yeah, that would that would have been an interesting take though on how to get away with murder mm-hmm. and Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Start introducing some of them doctors on those murders or something. Yeah, that would have been that would have been interesting, and I think yeah. it might have it would have uh, it would have lasted. Don't even though the scandal how to get away with murder mm-hmm. crossover. I did watch those episodes mm-hmm. because everyone watched those episodes. Exactly. So, but it's like Carrie and um. Annalise, uh, they were. I feel like they were just too strong of characters to stay. Like if I would have seen multiple episodes of both of them, I'd be like, all right, I kind of want them in their own separate shows. Did you feel that way? Um, no, because I guess me personally, because I didn't watch, you know, like the the two shows together, like or mm-hmm. separate. I definitely mm-hmm. was like here for the like the headbutting that kind of took place. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, who's gonna back down first? Gotcha, yeah. I've definitely always yeah. been a fan of like if like there doesn't always need to be for me personally like one like the headstrong person. Mm-hmm. Like when you meet someone else who's headstrong, mm-hmm. I kinda I kinda like that back and forth continuously. You wanna see that tension. Yeah, like because yeah. that makes that for me personally makes really good TV. Mm-hmm. To just like, yo, we can't, because then also it makes the, if there's just one person who's like headstrong, mm-hmm. it kind of makes if like, let's say there's like an impossible situation where they solve a problem. Mm-hmm. I don't really see that happening if it's just kind of like the the one headstrong person. But if it's like two people, if you're constantly going back and forth with someone, mm-hmm. it kind of goes back and forth to the. I have an answer, you have an answer, but the right answer is somewhere like right in the middle. Yeah. And it always makes it uh just a little bit more believable that uh for example, a, they would get away with the murder. Exactly. Or uh a problem would be handled, you know? It would just make it I personally enjoyed it and I would I would do a whole season if they gave it to me. A whole season. Yeah. No, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but I just like seeing them take down other people. I'm like, I don't want to see y'all <laughs> go against each other. But I think it does make for good team because you know they're both strong and they both win usually. Yeah. So it would be cool to see like, okay, at some point somebody has to kind of back down or figure something out, etc. Yeah. So because it's like watching it's like watching t- chess play out on TV. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely a fan. Uh, but the Chicago's do come back this season too, this year or mm-hmm. this fall. Um, my mom watches all of them. I'm not privy to this. Just a lot of shows like that. Yeah. There are very many. I watch a whole bunch of doctor shows. So I honestly, um, with Trent's family, I never got into Chicago either. My sister watches them, Collison, and she's always like, watch them. It's a Wednesday night thing or whatever. But I just feel like I have so many. Like, I watch The Good Doctor. I watch New Amsterdam. So many other doctor shows. I'm like, I can't even. And I watch other, like, like, uh, PD shows or whatever. Like I watched Night on One already, so I don't really want to watch Chicago PD. But I've heard great things about the Chicago series. So if I ever yeah, get bored enough too. or I have enough time, I'll definitely. I'll probably binge. I'll probably yeah, yeah. I'll probably check them out. But speaking of Nine One One, yes, 
Um, I love those shows. Mm-hmm. I personally, I have to catch up on last season. I don't know what happened. Maybe it was like hype pandemic, but I was mm-hmm. watching the shows and I just kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. Like every time I would go to start, it's like, all right, I'm going to go sit down now and I'm going to catch up. Mm-hmm. And then I would sit down and I would get five minutes into the show and I'd be like, nope, don't feel like watching this right now. <laughs> It's one of those shows where it's like you can miss an episode or two. Like, yeah, there is a through storyline, but every episode it's like kind of like an SVU, like it's a different case or a different like different people, different struggles or whatever. Right. So if you miss one, you're kind of okay. Yeah, but I definitely. But that's one that I have to let a couple episodes pile up on like my DVR, and then I'm like, okay, let me just watch like five episodes in a row. Yeah, definitely. Because waiting week to week for that is just. Mm-hmm. It was it was rough, but it's definitely it's a fantastic show, and mm-hmm. even nine one one Lone Star, love it, huge fan, which I didn't think I would love. Me neither, because I'm like, if nine one one is so good, mm-hmm. how are you going to give me a different yeah. show? How are you going to give me that, but without copying exactly what they did? Exactly, and they've definitely figured it out. They gave us new characters, new storylines. First of all, love um, the sister from Daddy's Little Girls. Um, yes. She's what, yeah. Yes. I love her. I love her in um, Lone Star. It's definitely good because I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, so you, that's how you do that because there's a lot of, there's the problems that most people have in California are mm-hmm. the problems that a lot of people have in Texas. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how you make two great shows mm-hmm. where you make them where they're the same show, but they feel like individuals. Mm-hmm. Because, and even the crossover episode, I didn't watch, but I have to go back and watch them. Like the fact that they crossed them over and the fact that they even mention each other before mm-hmm. they did the crossover. I think that was a that's a nice touch to add to the it's show. It's great because they have like a family aspect of each, like there's siblings, or there's a mom and dad duo, or there's whatever, like yeah. and each of them to help kind of bring it through. Whereas like somebody's a dispatcher, somebody's a firefighter, somebody like I love how they do that kind of balance and shift or whatever between both episodes or both series. Yeah. That make you interested in it. Yeah, definitely makes it interesting to watch. I'm definitely, I have to catch up uh, yeah. before they come back, which shouldn't take too long. Um, yeah, 911, it's like a quick, like you put it on, like I said, you could miss an episode or two, but you binge a couple all at once, it helps with the through storyline. Yeah. Because obviously like the main storyline changes each episode. It's definitely, for whatever reason, 911 has never been like a, once you binge it, it's not like, it's not a long binge. Mm-hmm. either it's definitely one of those quick shows that you can just get through and catch up and be good to go because mm-hmm. i guess it's because of like it's kind of like watching an svu marathon because like exactly. you said there's like uh different things happening in each episode you kind of it's not like watching the same two people there's not like the one story mm-hmm. to where like someone has like a drug addiction where like you have to watch them struggle with that drug addiction for like six episodes straight to keep up with it. Nope. To keep up, 
they if, might be struggling in episode one and then you don't hear about their addiction until episode eight right. <laughs> you're like okay so you're like okay but then there's so much other things that have happened between one and eight that you're like oh mm-hmm. this is really still interesting and then it's a pleasant surprise when it comes back because you're like bro i forgot you were going through that exactly which i love and SCVU is coming back in the fall too love yes the fact and that that show was still on it's like it's another one grace i see you i'm like i will watch like i'll ride those shows out so or ride it till the wheel falls off whatever that yep, thing is that's the that's the thing <laughs> both <laughs> of them i love it because i'm like fam as for you and like you would think that they would still be like they would run out of ideas mm-hmm. with like shows like that that have been on for so it's long but they don't they still like find ways. Stabler back after how many years? Years. Years. Which I'm sure took a lot of convincing. Like the Liv and Stabler, like beef was as strong as like the Will Smith and Aunt Viv original Aunt Viv yep. like beef. And for them to be able to bring him back, crossover pretty much every other episode, and have his own series like that's huge. That was huge, and I appreciate because you know you kind of got to give people time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all that really needed to happen was they just, they needed time to like, just go through stuff. And then once you get older, you kind of realize, yo, that was kind of dumb while we were fighting. Mm-hmm. So then you're more, it's easier to sit down. I think once you get older and have a conversation about like why things went wrong and then you have like different views, different aspects so then it allows you to come to a some understanding that you wouldn't necessarily get in the moment or even like shortly after the moment mm-hmm. so i definitely think like that, time and enough money that'll do anything. right time and enough money will it'll solve <laughs> anything pretty much it will solve anything and that clearly showed so i mean and the, diff- the difference with his kind of spinoff is it's the exact opposite. So you kind of do have to watch each episode with his because the storyline carries through. Um, he's trying to like, okay. avenge his wife's death. Like It's like a whole bunch that keeps going every episode. Whereas in the original SVU, it's like you could miss an episode or two like we were just talking about. But in organized crime, you have to watch it consecutively. Yeah, consecutively. Okay. Because like I said, I haven't, I think I missed like a couple seasons of SVU. But you mm-hmm. can still sit down and just be like, oh, all right. Yeah, pick up at the last one right when they introduced him, and you will be in on organized crime. Like, okay, I gotta check that out too. Yeah, yeah we're gonna move on now, right? Okay, because I liked how uh, we were talking about shows that you were looking forward to, mm-hmm. but then you also like at the very bottom. Mm-hmm put a show that you weren't looking forward to this coming back very much not looking forward to (laughs) and i'm with you i'm in agreement Mm -hmm. um but we're we're gonna talk a little bit about dear white people the musical final season the musical um i think that is the worst decision they could have ever made and they added they put they put a secret society in the show and i thought that was going to be the worst thing that they could do to the show but then they said no 
I'll see the secret society (laughs) and I'll raise you a musical. Like, can I just say no one asked for it? Yes, you can. Because you are right. No, no one asked for it. Like, did they pull the show's audience? The show's black audience? Like, did we ask for a musical? Ever. Never. We, like, fam, what are you doing? Literally not a single soul said, you know what will make this show better? Music. (laughs) I'm just like, the show could have just ended. I'd rather the show just not come back. To be honest. I agree. Because, again, like I said, that whole secret society thing like i could understand if like it was if they did it right to where there was a secret society they found out about on campus to where like the secret society was formed to help and with the advancement of like black people on like you know on the campus Mm -hmm. cool great you're trying to, you know, figure it out, especially once they found out it was real and they got into it. But in order like for them to get kicked out like an episode later. And it just it was kind of like, what was the point? Exactly. Because they never went back to it. They kind of like shifted like it never happened. Mm-hmm. So what was the point of making me go through all that? And it's just like if it's not gonna be the on campus like strife, like trying to figure out like if it's none of that, then I don't need the show. <laughs> like we didn't need the secret society, I don't need music, I don't even need any other closure for the show. Right. Like, like, I didn't I was good with it. That was I, it. Was good. I was good. With Honestly, it. like season one was enough for me. Mm-hmm. Because if you do a show based on a movie Mm-hmm. But then you play out the entirety of the movie in the first season. Mm-hmm. You kind of, you kind of played yourself mm-hmm. because you don't really give me like no one else was watching. Like I left Dear White People not needing another one. The movie. Mm-hmm. I was perfectly okay with this being a one and done, and it could have been a mini series, which is a big thing right now, and I'm very much a fan of. Yeah, six episodes. Except I always want more, but for this specific instance, we only needed four to six episodes. That's it. That's it. We didn't need anything else. Because all it would like all I needed, which the movie didn't give me, was more time to dive into like each character. Mm-hmm. You could have banged that out in the season, and I'd have been fine. Same events leading up to the same the Halloween party. Mm-hmm. But then after that, that's all I need. You wrap everything up in 10 episodes, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. But it went on and each show got worse and worse every season. Mm-hmm. And then instead of just bowing out gracefully and letting the show end, especially after like the conflict they had with one of the characters who they, he wasn't happy with how they were writing his character. And, and they were like, oh, well, too bad. And just kept pushing? Yeah, and they kept pushing, so he left. Mm. What's the guy's name? Hold on. Um, the African gentleman. Uh, I'm 
I can like picture him, but I do not have his name. But yeah, um, I'm like, because especially if the cast were very much like in support of him and mm-hmm. support of like his decision to do that. I'm like, fam, if everyone's OK with him leaving, mm-hmm. I think we should all just call it quits. Yeah. That happened with another show recently. Um, what show is it? All Rise, I think their writer or the director was like being racist or something and so they had to get rid of him in order to keep the show going did you hear about that no i didn't the show was almost canceled i'm pretty sure it was the writer like but it was it was like a whole thing and they had to get rid of him and then the show did end up getting picked up for season three but it's interesting that she brought that up for that show too like if if you're gonna do it just end it because then now if they ended it mm-hmm. after last season we probably wouldn't have to deal with the musical we wouldn't nor would we care nor <laughs> like, would we care like we moved on we've had other great little mini series or just other shows in general on netflix to pick up yes that like fill that void so much other great content is out right now that, like, I forgot about Dear White People until I saw the trailer. Yeah. I saw that trailer, and I was like, and you know me, being a TV head, like, I'm gonna watch. <laughs> yes, I'm definitely going to watch. <laughs> but, but I'm not excited. I'm not gonna like it. Yeah. I already don't like musicals. I already know. Like, that's, I'm gonna have a wall up. And then I'm gonna watch it, and it's not gonna be what I wanted, like, as closure for the series. So, yeah, I'm just not gonna like it. I'm not gonna like it, and I'm gonna complain the whole time. Yeah, we might have to just go live and complain together. I'm with it. <laughs> I'm just. It's it's not necessary. It's so not necessary at all. Yeah. And there's so many other things that could have happened. Mm-hmm. But you just a musical though. Yeah. A musical. I could even understand. Like, give me like a musical episode. Give us like a two hour long movie closure episode thing that without music. <laughs> two hour episode. Like even Love now. is Blind, they gave us like a couple, like what, two or three, four episodes, close it up, call it a day. Like that's all we needed. That's all. That was so, and if we're being honest, because like we said, it hasn't been great. I didn't even need that. Mm-hmm. Because they gave what's her name too much shine. <laughs> oh. Way, way too much. <laughs> she said, I'm going to come back and make my name for myself. Okay, Diamond. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to just come back. Start up some drama and call it a day. Like, we didn't need that. But hey, I watched it. I did. And like I said, I'm, I'm going to watch this last season. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I won't like it. I won't like it. Right. But, um... And we're going to move on to another show that's giving us one more season that <gasps> I'm actually not happy with. I already know. Um, I understand it, but I'm not happy with it. Uh, Blackish. Yeah. We have oh, that's more. not the one I was thinking of, but I am very sad about that one, too. 
<laughs> I think you know the one I'm thinking about. But yeah, Blackish, it kind of, I was surprised it didn't already happen, to be honest. Just because of Grownish and Mixed spin spinoffs. Yeah. But I feel like that was the one that we could have kept going to. Definitely. I wouldn't have been mad at it. Definitely. Especially with like the the shift into like current events as they happen. Mm-hmm. I definitely like yeah. Def like I could have used I could keep watching Blackish. Yeah. It's needed. It's needed it's, content. It's very much needed content. The kids need it, like but I think, adults need it. Right. It's it's like we we as a people need it. Like Yeah. Because I definitely feel like it's it's how it's our voice on television. It's one of those shows mm-hmm. where it's like it's a family show too, so yeah. you can get the aspect, the older aspect, the the parent like middle age or what are they called, the boomers or whatever, Gen Zs, the Gen X, like all of that. You can yep. get all of that in one show. I think which is hard to do. I think personally, this might be a bold statement, but I'm gonna make it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, because I definitely, I think it's our generation's Cosby show. Mm-hmm. It very much is. Um, because like the Cosby show, it definitely pushed the needle and showed that like, yes, there are those black families who are in trouble, who are in turmoil, but it also shows that like black people, it's, it's another level of black people. We can have success. We can mm-hmm. be, we're not just, you know loud and ghetto and we can be composed we can be uh dignified we can we can be successful we can have success lead successful lives and we can still the black family still exists Mm -hmm. and it's still going strong and i think that it's a great representation it very much is and it shows just like like you said a different black perspective like this is a middle class family like they're showing like I feel like we've never seen that besides like um not just the Cosby show, uh Fresh Prince. Like right. it's showing us what today's Cosby show or Fresh Prince or whatever looks like. What it looks like. And Family Matters, all those like different like black shows we had back in the day that we haven't had now. In a while. And I definitely, you know, I appreciate it. I you know, I'm gonna miss it once it leaves. Mm-hmm. But I'm sad to see it go. But I'm sad, I'm excited for all the success it did have, and yes. I'm sure um, what's his name Kenya, he'll like come with something else fire. Well, yeah, because he did just sign a deal. He does have um a Netflix show coming. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that the one with his like family kind of or whatever? Well, no, not that show. He has another okay. one coming. Okay. Um, and we don't know much about it yet. It's just that. Like he signed a, he signed a deal with Netflix. Gotcha. So he definitely has. So he has some. He's clearly got something coming. Right. And I think that's cool because I think his shows live better. Like they they do better over there on Netflix because then he can. He's unfiltered. He's un. He's unhinged. There's no limits. There's no boundaries. As to yeah. what he can what he can do, what he can say, which buttons he can push. And he's not afraid either. Yeah. Like he pushes all the buttons, says it straight up. Black people, white people, mixed people, whoever. Yeah. Like just like says just, it raw. He just gives it to you. So Yeah. I think I think he'll be good on Netflix. 
I think that's I think that's the better move. Mm-hmm. Because there's there's less red tape. Mm-hmm. And I think personally, I think more like shows like creators that are trying to push like that envelope, I think should go to streaming services. Mm-hmm. Because I think, like I said, there's less, less red tape and then you can do what you want more freely mm-hmm. without having issues. Because I personally think that the Carmichael show would still be on television had it not been on NBC. Correct. I agree. Because just to even see what the Upshaws was able to do in one season, right? they pushed the button <laughs> usually like, and I was just on Netflix. Like, I think, you know. And even like... um I don't know if you've seen the Miss Pat show on BT Plus. Oh no, I haven't seen that one yet. It's it's really good because it gives you a, it finally gives the realistic, uh, black family. Mm-hmm. Because there was there was one clip that made me watch the show, where mm. she was in the room talking to her son, and. He like, you know how like those shows do where like he got up and he was like, if you don't mind, can you get out of my room? Mm-hmm. And then like most shows, the black mom will like, she'll leave the room. Mm-hmm. But in this show, she was like, she like, she threw him into the door as she slammed it. Oh. And was like, little boy, I will knock you out. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, because that is exactly You're what like, would I happen. That. Yeah. that is exactly what would happen if I ever told my mom to get out of my room. Exactly. Like as an adult, you know the mom is never gonna leave. It won't stop having as an adult. Never gonna leave. Never. Never gonna leave. Like my mom would kill me now if I told her to get out of my room. I'm an adult. Like, so you know, I appreciate shows like that that can live in that space Mm -hmm. and be and keep it real and keep it real and be unapologetically black. Yes. But what show were you talking about? I am talking about Insecure Season 5. Oh, yeah. The end of an era. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That is the one. Yeah. I'm not ready to see it go. I'm not. But I understand. And that is what I'm looking forward to the most this entire fall. So... I'm ready. Like, I'm ready for crying on Sundays, just knowing every episode I'm going to cry because I just know it's going to end. Yeah, she's, she's, she's going to hit us hard this season. Yeah. She's going to hit us hard. And I, I kind of, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to feel because I'm, yeah. I don't want it to end, mm-hmm. but I'm very much excited for more Insecure. Mm-hmm. But it's also, Insecure is usually like a summer show. Yeah. So it's going to be like. I feel like with COVID and everything, it kind of like. That's like what's taking a turn. For yeah. A lot of shows. To a be lot honest. of shows. Yeah. A lot of shows. But um, I'm definitely like, you know. It's It was a summer show because I would like watch Insecure and then be like, you know what? I like that party I did. I'm going to do that next Saturday in the summertime. Mm-hmm. But I may not be able Very to do that. Relatable. You know, like I may not be able to do that now. I might have to try to like hold it, and my memory's not that good. I'm not gonna remember. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna remember it. Maybe they'll give you some it. fall things. I hope so. I hope so. But Maybe. then again, Cali fall and New Jersey fall are different. Are two different falls. 
That's true. Because Cali Fall is still hot. Yeah. New Jersey and New York, <laughs> September after Labor Day. It's winter. just like winter. <laughs> yeah. So, but either way, I'm very excited because uh, I missed Insecure. Mm-hmm. It's been way too long. Um, I'm definitely excited to see how she ends it. Yeah. Yeah, I just basically want to see where each character ends. Yes. Like, what's their final thing? Oh, but it's not like wrapped up in a weird way or like a way we all just easily predicted. Like, give us all something wild, something crazy. Yeah, some shock value. Yeah, but also something relatable because that's what we all look to insecure for. Like, it's not a fairy tale. It's always some drama, right. some crap, and like bad decisions. Like, we want to see that kind of stuff because that's what we relate to. Definitely. I hope we get to see. Um... TSA Bay one more time. He was only there for one episode, but he left an impression on me. Very short lived. It was it was very short lived, but I just felt you know I felt seen in that in in that particular episode because mm-hmm. he wasn't like you know most of the guys on the show you know they're kind of like they're like at like you know toned six pack look great mm-hmm. with the shirt off mm-hmm. all the yeah, things I don't. Aspect. But they um, always also put like bigger set people as like just the funny people. Like Kelly is always just the funny person. Right. Like, PSA Bay came in just to be funny, but it's like bring him back to be a real Bay. <laughs> like right. Why like you know, be? give him give yeah. him real character growth and development. Because yes, we yeah. are funny, but there is more to us. Yeah, and Kelly, like yeah, she's always been funny. But I would love to see her just serious this ending as well. Like give her love too, because it's always Molly and Issa. Or the one that has like the baby in the family already. Like, right. Kelly deserves the final love too. Well, maybe, hopefully, she'll get that this season. Yeah. And it'll show just, you know, her growth and everybody. I just want everybody to be happy. Just end on a happy note. Mm-hmm. Surprise me, but, you know, yeah. the right people. Surprise us throughout the season, but then right. the finale, let us all just be let, happy. Let's everybody be happy, you know. Yeah. Just good vibes. That's that's how you end the show. Yeah. yeah so that is the definitely. one I'm most looking forward to. That is it. Number one. Number Uno. Yeah. I don't think there's anything else that I'm looking forward to more. Yeah. So the one thing I want to talk about and then we can like get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um is like the COVID episodes of shows mm-hmm. um and more specifically like covid episodes and shows and now mm-hmm. currently because when shows did it like last year and like during like when they found a way to like put it all into the show like last year and even like early this year it kind of it was okay because you know it's still the pandemic was fresh and Mm -hmm. it's still, you know, we were kind of all just figuring it out Mm -hmm. and them showing it in shows just like, you know, Hey, they're just like, it just showed it made, you know, everyone feel seen because they're doing, if it was done right, Mm -hmm. it added, it made you feel like, okay, I'm not the only one sitting in my house going crazy. 
that's the big thing if it was done right yeah if it was done right mm-hmm. but then i i bring this up because when grownish came back mm-hmm. um it seemed like most shows if they did covid episodes they're kind of like wrapping up that like portion of it that portion of it and I was sitting there and I was like, when in the first episode, when Vivek was like, hey, you know, that virus that's in China, we found some cases over here in the U.S. And I'm like, I'm not here in this moment. We're not there still. I'm not here for going back to the beginning of COVID with Gronish. Yeah. Luckily, though, they kind of they, they, they fast forwarded through it, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was great. But there are still some shows that are trying to just drag this thing out. Yeah. And it it bothers me. I don't know. I feel like Grownish, especially being a college show, they would have had, one, the right, and two, like a huge platform to show how college kids dealt with COVID if they would have done it when COVID was happening, like when quarantine was happening. Yeah. Obviously, you know, shows had to take a break on um, filming and stuff, but some shows were still able to, like, get it in and get it done within the same time frame. Gronish did not. because <laughs> They came yeah. back real late. And so for them to kind of just glimpse over it, it's kind of like, was that needed? Like, if you guys weren't able to do it right and in the moment, kind of just move on to, like, the next topic sort of thing. Yeah, like Instead, of, I feel like they felt like if they didn't announce it or didn't stay apart or like speak to it, that they were going to be a huge miss. So I feel like that's why they kind of glossed over it. But and to us, it's kind of like, why was that added? Right, like it, it, especially if, and I didn't even think of that point. That would have been a great point to show how uh, students on campus dealt with it. Mm-hmm. But if you were just gonna gloss over it, was it really necessary? It it was exactly. because you kind of you kind of can't acknowledge COVID and that it happened. Mm-hmm. But if you weren't going to actually take the time to figure it out. Or, like, point out something significant about it, mm-hmm. you could have kept it. I agree. Because even there are some, like, doctor shows who did it, which made the most sense, obviously. Um, they could tell the how it impacted people, like, in the professional field that went to the hospitals, like, etc. But the thing that bugged me the most about those episodes were one episode, everybody's masked up, and it's a huge thing. And then the very next episode, like, they're taking their masks off. <laughs> I'm like... I, they're not the storyline isn't telling us like how serious the covid um the level of covid or whatever impact was in each right. episode Cause it's like you can't go from everyone masked up and six feet apart and now everyone has their masks off in like the next scene right which, I don't is, get it. which is crazy which is i think uh yeah. this is us was like the best um the best that i've seen of how they dealt with like the seriousness of covid yeah because like that whole season everyone was maxed up six feet apart mm-hmm. when kate got uh her second when kate got her second baby toby had mm-hmm. to sit outside in the car like yeah like really showed it like you really showed People like hey showed up on the doorstep right and they had to like stay back like like you're really thank you this is what i need yeah. to see like this is this is how we actually are living and i get that you know it's a fictional world but it's based mm-hmm. you know you kind of want to put like real aspects in it so that you know 
we feel we connect to it. Exactly. Another show that did it well was All Rise. So like they showed the Zoom aspect of it. So it's lawyers and judges, but they were showing like court cases that took place on Zoom and all their characters were like, it, they did it for a couple of episodes too to wrap up like their season that happened right when quarantine was happening. Yeah. And it was like all the characters were like shot from their Zoom windows, but that's what was on the screen. So I've seen one person like running or whatever, like talking to the next person. And although it was kind of weird seeing Zoom boxes, but it's like, that's real life right now. Like yep. that's how we're all communicating with our family members, our friends, our colleagues, like, and they portrayed that. And I, I thought that was a really good representation of it. Yeah, I definitely think, you know, that shows if you're going to do it, I don't mm-hmm. think we need to, Um, not that, I'm not trying to like push it under the rug, but like, it's I don't need to see it on TV anymore. Mm-hmm. Because yes, it's still a thing. It is still very much a thing and very real and the whole nine, but I don't I don't need to see it on my TV anymore. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. You can like move on. If you didn't do it already, you kinda you missed your window. You missed your window. That is very much it. It's like I was thankful for the ones who did it during yep. the window and did it right. And like you said, showed us the real life, like not real life, that's not even a word, but showed it to <laughs> us in a relatable, impactful way. But now the window's gone and yep. it's, unless it's you're talking about vaccines, then hey. Right. Because <laughs> that's, that's our reality right now. That's the argument right now. So unless you're talking about the vaccines, then yeah. nah, we're good. Yeah. You can just, you know, it's perfectly okay. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, that's about it. That's about it. Uh, yes. Another. I feel like we one. covered a lot. Huh? Yeah. I feel like we covered a lot. We did. Yeah. We definitely covered a lot. Another one in the books. Nicole, yeah. thank you once again. <laughs> thank you for having me back. For being on the show, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, drop your socials so everyone knows where oh, yeah. to follow you. Um, follow me on at she's tuned in um, for all of your black illustrations, TV content, and yeah, show talkbacks on IG Live. You heard her, follow the lady there. But yeah, until the next time, guys. I'm out. All right.